0: Hey guys, welcome to Winging It. My name is Andrea. And my name is Sally. And today, we are going to talk about uh, The West Wing Season 6, Episode 3, Third Day Story.
1: Da, da, da. Hooray!
0: <laughs> I think we I'm should excited. sing.
1: Yes, let's sing.
0: I think I will be helped by singing.
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> hmm <Da>, <laughs>
0: Already tell that that's gonna be terrible to edit. That's gonna be one of the ones that I just turned down really low (laughs) (laughs) just for just because I want to keep the people that listen to us. Um, what if we we are so thankful for you guys? We are so thankful. I'm more thankful for you guys than I am for Thanksgiving dishes. What's your favorite Thanksgiving Mm. dish?
1: Uh, dressing.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yes, dressing that, that,
0: and gravy. That, mm, or stuffing. I, you know I don't I, know
1: what it is. I don't know what the difference you know, is. It's whatever you know my what grandma I, makes that is good, and I put gravy on it.
0: <laughs> I would be more thankful if there were Boston Markets in Nashville. There aren't any. And what, that if is, you have Boston Market, Boston Market in your town, I mean, it's like Thanksgiving all the time. Just saying.
1: Okay. Anyway. It um, is, I Googled it real fast, and it is Dressing. It says, below the oh. Mason-Dixon line, cooks will call it dressing regardless of its preparation. And that's definitely...
0: Got it. It's okay. Dressing. That's my favorite. All right, now I can eat pretty much anything. So I'm excited for <laughs> the, the Thanksgiving feast that is upon us. I'll just pretend Ooh. it's our West Wing potluck and start talking about the West Wing at, yeah. at the dinner table.
1: I say go for it.
0: My brother still hasn't started watching it, though. So I'm not sure how, how it's all going to oh. go down. But yeah. I know, it's, it's rough. Um, let's uh, do a quick tiktok shall we
1: yeah yeah we should there's a lot going on leo was found in the woods after having suffered a massive heart attack and so he is in the hospital undergoing bypass and, and trying to get better obviously while that is happening things are sort of falling apart we have uh, negotiated a peace deal in the middle east that we're trying that we now have to send peacekeepers over there for so to do that We are. They are. They are trying to pass a tax cut. We are. We. I'm joining them in trying to pass a tax cut. Apparently. Yeah, we all are uh, Mm -hmm. to sort of grease the skids, as they say, uh, for the peacekeeping deal. And there's just a lot of fallout going on with that, and the staff trying to juggle things without Leo. Charlie is done with college. Donna is back from her injury, (laughs) and.
0: Potentially like life-threatening injury.
1: That's, yeah. I think that's most of it. There's some little things. But, so we're trying to figure out what to do about Leo being injured. Yes.
0: Oh, oh goodness. Yes. I I really like this episode. I, I it, did, too. It definitely, it was written by Eli Addy. Cannot mm-hmm. say enough good things. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I mean, obviously he's an incredible writer. But I feel like he really understands like the early seasons of the West Wing like the tone yeah. of it the mm-hmm. the balance between drama and comedy i just feel like he gets it in a way that some of the too. other people didn't
1: i agree where Tony. to begin there's a lot of good stuff to talk about i don't know we could talk we could start with the humor you mentioned the humor i thought there was there were a lot of funny things in this episode and it's not if you just look at the plot, it's not necessarily a funny episode. Leo's in the hospital, but they did, yeah. like you just mentioned, it was it was a great, very true to the West Wing blend of humor. I mean, I laughed out loud several times. Me too. Mostly at Josh. Yes.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh,
1: yeah. I didn't mention that in the, in the TikTok, but CJ and Josh have sort of a bet going on that Josh can't eat healthy for one week. And if he does, then CJ will cook him dinner wearing whatever he wants. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, like, how do you turn a storyline of like Leo not being there because he's being operated on, getting a right. heart bypass, into like a funny challenge of in the same sort of vein of like The Office? You know, yeah. I just that's yeah. brilliant, and it, it yes. is—it's hilarious. And later on in the episode when CJ. Is defending Josh being an actual adult in front of Greg Brock. And then, of course, Josh comes in and has like a flaming tantrum right in front of him about her wearing a floppy hat. And it is so, so funny. Let's, um, I'm gonna play the audio clip of when she kind of throws the gauntlet um, to do this challenge because I think it is priceless. Yeah. Look at you. Leo's having his chest cracked open, and all morning you've been headed toward a high-fructose coma. I just eat this stuff when it's lying around. Which is all the time. Yeah, do me a favor, because I'd like to see you live past the age of 12. Stay off junk for the rest of the week. See if you can survive on, you know, food, and I'll cook you dinner this weekend.
1: Wearing an apron and one of those floppy hats?
0: Wearing anything you like. I mean, you know perfectly well what I mean. You're on. Piece of cake. <laughs> I love them all. I, I, just I love, love it, them. and I
1: love that it... It is funny they use that as a turn to, like, make it to turn the Leo situation into the funny. But it's also sweet. Like, she really is genuinely... I mean, she's looking at Josh like, what are you doing? Like, I'd like to see you had a massive heart twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's. I thought that was sweet, too. Mm-hmm. They like each other. They really like each other.
0: They do. And she said, like... He's yelling at her like, "You tried to trap me with those brownies," and she's like, "I didn't <laughs> yeah. lay a trap, but if you want to trap mine, have metal
1: jaws." <laughs> and it was just everything about that was funny. Like at the end, when he's like, "Did you did you put these baskets here?" <laughs> they're sitting in the hospital. You planted these baskets. It was funny. It was just a great ongoing gag. I thought it was great.
0: <laughs> I don't know if this counts as a notable quotable, but when Josh yells, "Belly up to the griddle, Griselda." <laughs> Does anybody we actually have, use that in real life? I don't know. We
1: haven't done Notable Quotable in so long. Well, I feel like it hasn't been warranted. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. I
0: mean, like, honestly, yeah. I'll do it any time that it, it seems warranted, but it's just been yeah. a little sparse. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we've got some delightful banter with CJ yeah. and Josh. Um, and, and then, of Toby course... And
1: Josh. They have yeah. some great lines too.
0: It is. It's like the who's on first without yeah. Leo at the helm. Everybody. It's. It is a game of telephone. Um, mm-hmm. I also wanted to play <laughs> the audio clip of when they um, negotiating the details of the tax bill right yeah because they, they're trying to get the peacekeeping deal passed but Bartlett's not giving them any sort of direction so of course they're gonna be running around like chickens with their heads cut off because right they don't have anyone like leading them which we'll get right. to later um but I loved when they were pl- trying to do like good cop bad cop with Halfley and Toby's in person and Josh is on the phone. Mr.
1: Speaker, the president's not looking to muscle you. That's why I'm here and not Josh. Okay. We almost had the 60 Democrats. And then half of them wanted a cap on the number of kids. The other half didn't. Things fell apart.
0: There's other Democrats out there.
1: And we're looking to take those meetings and hold on to the ones we had. But the president's hoping Congress can vote on peacekeeping first. I'm here to sweeten the deal, a $400 tax credit.
0: Yes, uh, sure, I'll put him on speakerphone. Hello? Mr. Speaker, the president's going postal over this tax credit. I practically had to
1: peel him off the ceiling. Now, I may be able to talk him down, but you're gonna have to move on peacekeeping now. Josh? Toby? Hi. If you wanna get back to- Sweetening the deal?
0: Did I mention it's a very low ceiling?
1: Uh, allow me to speak from my own ceiling.
0: 60 Democrats are no vote on peacekeeping. I've got a quorum call, but I'm oh so happy I could bring you two together. Bye-bye, Josh. Toby. OK, the thing about good cop, bad cop
1: usually helps.
0: It <laughs> is perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. I just love their faces. I do. I love yeah. the moment that Josh realizes that Toby's sitting there in person.
1: Yeah, and Toby's and, and Toby's initial, just him saying, Josh.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: that was so great.
0: That is one yeah. of the few scenes with Halfley in it that I'm okay with.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah.
0: But honestly, this is what they're going to be doing without somebody being the chief of staff.
1: Right. I thought they did a good job of showing that because really, you know, in the first six seasons, well, five seasons, I guess we haven't been through six yet, but in the first five seasons, obviously we know Leo is, like, in charge of all of them, but, like, they do their own thing a lot, so Mm -hmm. they did a really good job of illustrating how things were sort of going off the rails without Leo, because as far as we're concerned, a lot of the times, like, Leo makes calls and Leo tells them what to do, but we also just see them sort of, you know, in their own little worlds doing their own little things. So it was, right, I just, just thought really they did a really honest. good job. I thought it was an interesting storyline to really show us how things fell apart without Leo.
0: Well, I like anytime that they remove one of our our, uh, you know, core leadership people, you know, if, right. if CJ's out, like how hilarious is it seeing other people trying to do press <laughs> briefings? I mean, it's the same thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, That's just showing That's how so valuable true. everybody is. They each are. They're different pieces of the puzzle. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, yeah. they do show the way that CJ, um, like even at the top of the episode when they're ta- talking about kind of bundling quotes from – um, the Security Council uh, in support of the peacekeeping deal. You know, she gets the idea. She gets that ball rolling, and then you know, Toby comes in and Josh comes in with the same ideas. And she's like, had the idea first. So they show yeah. that CJ has, you know, obviously that she's an intelligent woman who's good at strategy and all that kind of thing. Definitely. But should we just go ahead and talk about the the replacement, the Leo replacement choice? Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's well I'm sure we'll talk more about it next episode but yeah. holy cow First of all yeah. maybe we sh- maybe we should back up because yeah. when Leo and Bartlett are in the hospital they have this uh-huh. conversation which basically Ugh. rips your heart out
1: <laughs> Yep. Yep. The whole that whole storyline rips my heart out. I think that the president to back it up even further the whole time we're watching President Bartlett struggle with this and he like wants to be at the hospital all the time and all you know you can tell he's he feels so guilty and he even tells Abby because Abby's like you didn't do it blah 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 and he's like I fired him what does that do to the flow of blood Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you can just tell that I don't know I just I thought it was really good because obviously he's gonna feel guilty and obviously he's gonna be worried but I thought they did a good job of showing it I liked that it was sort of I liked that Martin Sheen's decision with it was sort of to underplay it. Like, he's very, which I guess is how he was with Mrs. Lanningham, too, but he's very mm-hmm. sort of stoic in his emotions. Like, yeah. with his face after, at one point, when Toby takes him aside and is like, you have to name an interim chief of staff. Yeah. And then I think it's Abby that comes over and says, like, uh, we have to talk to uh, to Mallory about options. Yeah. And Bartlett oh, looks gosh. at Toby and is like, anything else? And he's like, no, sir. And they just like, they just do a close up of Bartlett's face for a little bit after that, after Toby says, no, sir. And it's just like, he doesn't even move his face really. He's not really making an expression, but like, it's so, it's just so perfect. It's so mm. well done. I just really enjoyed how they, I don't know, like this, the episode felt heavy without feeling like overly dramatic.
0: Yeah. I thought it was it great. It felt like appropriately. A great Heavy, yeah, Yeah. absolutely, yeah. And leave it to Toby to be the one who has to finally speak to the president and be like, "Hey, just so you know, we're fumbling the ball on things we're actually spending time on." Right. So that makes sense
1: that Toby would be that one, you know, like because he's the one to be like, "Uh, I know this is, I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm going to say it."
0: Yeah, I mean, because what are they going to do? But so anyway, we get to. The scene with Bartlett and Leo, and they talk about, you know, jumping off the cliff. You know, he asked Leo to jump off the cliff, and and he would do it again. But okay, we need. But the do you remember the first time that you saw this episode? I mean, what when they finally went to the scene with CJ at the end? Because I think we all can tell by the end of the episode that they're going to go CJ. Right. Yeah. What? 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 Do you remember what your thoughts were? I think it was just like,
1: eh. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to expound on that? <laughs> sure. Um, I love CJ, and I think she's brilliant. That's it true. It sort of felt like it was just for the sake of shock to me. Not shock, but just like the unexpected twist. Like, oh, CJ. Wouldn't have thought about CJ. Because Josh or Toby seemed to be the logical choice. Yes. No, no. I think Josh seems to be the logical Josh. choice. Toby doesn't seem to be the logical choice. Toby is the communications director. I don't... Yeah. I, I wasn't on that boat either. Um, no. So, I, it felt like they were just doing it just to, like, throw you off. Which, I mean, let's get this straight. Obviously, if anybody's been listening to this podcast, they know that I'm obsessed with CJ. I mean, I love CJ. Yes. I love Alison. Yes, we do. I think she of is course. brilliant. She has written brilliantly. I think everything about it is great. But... The jump from press secretary to chief to of staff... To chief of staff? is just what? so... It's just such a different mindset, such a different set of skills. And it's not that she's it's not sh- capable. It's just... Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was completely
0: floored by it. Yeah. I was just flabbergasted. Because it doesn't feel yeah. like anything remotely similar. Like, one is primarily... Right. I mean, it is communication and strategy because it has to do with perception and controlling the media, yeah. whatever.
1: But the chief And I get that, like, have... Leo, I, we're supposed to just think or imagine that Leo thinks so highly of CJ that he's willing to overlook the differences in the job, and it just has to do with CJ as a person and, like, that she's got what it takes. And I get but, that. But why I not just... Josh? That doesn't yeah. make
0: any sense. His his no, title it is doesn't. Deputy Chief of Staff. Eventually. Yeah. Like, if he were at a corporation, the, he would automatically, his promotion would be to Chief of Staff. So like, the, I can't the believe. Thing,
1: I don't know. The thing you could argue, you can't even argue this, though, because I have heard people say that, like, but then Josh wouldn't be available to go off on the campaign trail. And, and that's fine. That's true for our story purposes. But, like, Leo, to have me buy that Leo had that that in mind when he's laying in his hospital bed that I don't buy. I don't know. I don't know. I
0: yeah, I honestly don't understand that choice. I mean, other than saying Josh is really good at what he does now and if he were chief of yeah. staff, he has to do more interpersonal like within the staff and who's doing what and making just calling the plays rather than carrying yeah. them out, but but honestly, I'm surprised that they and we'll talk more about it in the next episode probably where, yeah. because of the way they do the cold open. But I was surprised that they really didn't make that a thing. I mean, if, yeah. if I were passed over for a job that I would assume would be mine to someone who wasn't in line for that at all, even if I loved them, that would really
1: bother yes. me. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. And I also, anyway. I could even, I'm not on the Toby boat, but like it is sort of tossed around. Is it going to be Josh? Is it going to be Toby. Throughout the episode. The only reason I would have even been more. A slightly more on board with Toby. Is because I could see Leo. Thinking that he has that extra. Oomph to like talk back to the president. You know what I mean? And like honestly yeah. I don't always agree with that. But I do think Toby has a different relationship. Like I think. I I could have seen Leo thinking. Hey Toby is the kind of guy that will step in. And be like this is not what we need to do right now.
0: Right. <laughs> That's, yeah.
1: I could have gotten on that board with Toby a little bit, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not mad about it. I mean, I love getting to watch Austin Janie play that later, you know, throughout the next little bit, but it just, it does, it does feel out of the blue.
0: Yeah. It feels very strange. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I hate guys, power.
1: I'm all for it. For I mean, sure. Who run the world?
0: Spice up your <laughs> yeah. life. CJ, CJ. CJ. is the new C- Beyonce. CJ, or the original the Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Well, you guys tell us what you think because I've been really interested to get your feedback on it. Did you like when yeah. CJ was promoted? Were you shocked? That's did the you other think thing it should have been like, Josh?
1: I do think there's a difference in what was your original reaction seeing this? What was your original reaction, like seeing her appointed? I think that's a different reaction than, like, how do you like it later in the season? Like, how does After it turn out, it is, out? Yeah. Yeah. How, how does it play out is different than, like, what did you think right when it first happened? <laughs> Or yeah. you like, WTF? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I thought.
0: Okay, cool. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we discussed that because I think it's very interesting. Um, uh, gosh, what else was there? Uh, Donna's back.
1: Yes, Donna's back. I just put Yay. Donna in all caps in my
0: <laughs> in my notes with
1: exclamation points. <laughs>
0: and Josh wants to wheel her around, and he was yeah. going to meet her at Andrews when she landed. Yeah, and he gave her the pen from the peace signing.
1: Yeah, that was re- that was a great moment. I forgot about that until he took it until he like walked around the desk with it, and I was like, oh no, I forgot. I wasn't ready. I know it's a pen. <laughs> that was a really sweet moment. And
0: she said, "Am I having a bar mitzvah? Which it would have been a bat mitzvah, but that kind of made it more funny." Oh, that's to me. funny
1: because the subtitle said "bat mitzvah." Oh. <laughs> um, well, either way,
0: he wants to stop taking her for granted. So I mean, he's yeah, still getting I it was, like
1: forward motion. It was perfect. Yeah, his. She yeah, because if you guys don't remember, he gives her the the pin from the peace deal, and she's like, "I didn't have anything to do with this." And, and his line about like, "Well, you're kind of a blood donor." I thought that yeah. it was just, it was it yeah, well, that was good.
0: For the <laughs> record, that's really the only time you can give a woman a pen and it be like sweet. Otherwise, it's really just lame. Yeah. <laughs> so, unless like she does calligraphy, I guess that could count. But otherwise. Yeah. Just keep it to really specific instances. Um, heavens to Murgatroyd. What else?
1: Um, I liked the little the scene. There, was a, a few, there were a few scenes in a row that I liked when the <laughs> Treasury Secretary went on TV and said <laughs> they would never sign this tax cut because Whoops. there were so many miscommunications. Yeah, so they messed up there. They dropped the ball, and they're all in the lobby talking. There were several things I liked <laughs> about this. One, CJ said, what in Alexander Hamilton's name are we doing? Which I liked Alexander that. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> and then they, uh, Josh and Josh and Toby are talking. And they have a great little exchange about, um, uh, about Toby has been trying to take this meeting on mental health and homelessness. And he says, mm. uh, he says, they were talking about Leo's Leo's idea, and he says he didn't want the urgent to drown out the important, and Josh says it's getting harder to tell the difference. And that little that little exchange was really great, which then led into the Oval Office after that, where they're trying to go talk <laughs> to President Bartlett about the mess up, and first of all, I'm just going to list all the things I like. First of all, they're yeah, outside, and, and Josh is like, uh, you have a special relationship with him, and Toby's like, if by special, you mean deportation. And then they get in. This is one of my favorite parts. They get into the Oval Office. Yes. And he says, and President Merrill is wondering why he didn't know about this. And he says, uh, he says, Josh says, we did offer to brief you on the details. And he says, brief me now. And Josh and Toby just look at each other. And Josh says, we're not quite ready to brief you on the details. <laughs> that was perfect. I thought that like, was a really great, like, just... Example of that, like that was a good wrap up of the episode. Like everything's falling yeah. apart. There's a little bit of humor. I just, I thought that was great. That whole sequence of events was great. You had a serious moment, great conversation with Josh and Toby, and then the funny moments in the White House. Just All the approved. tempo,
0: the cadence of it was just yeah. spot on. And it even be- on. even before they go into the Oval, they had a funny exchange with Debbie too, where yeah. she's like, "Oh no, he's not that upset." And they're like, yeah. really? And she's like, no. He's ready to rip off his finger and light it like a cigarette. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: I just, and ugh. he says something about he's talking about oh, you know, my new with my new royalty and my ban on marriages, da da da. And Toby, he goes off on this whole spiel, and Toby's like, Toby says something like, I assume we're allowed to uh, play with the language on that a little bit. <laughs> that was so funny.
0: Gosh, I just I love it when it's funny. I I don't know. I do too.
1: I know people I love don't it. categorize I it love as a it drama. When it's funny. But I love it even more when it's funny during these serious episodes. When they can just nail that, like, balance of it, that's what makes the difference to me. It's just, Mm. it doesn't feel like they're forcing a joke. It doesn't feel like the jokes are at an inappropriate time. It is just, like, when it's effortless, that's when it's like, this is the West Wing.
0: Yeah, that is cl- what I would consider classic West Wing. <laughs> yeah. Because we get those episodes, you know, that are really dramatic. We get, like, the two cathedrals and in the shadow of two gunmen and all that stuff. Yeah. But I also really love, you know, 20 Hours in America and the mm-hmm. third day story. So Absolutely. when they get it right, they just get it really right.
1: On another note, yeah. I'm in full support of America having a monarchy. Having a monarch in addition to the president if
0: for the for the next administration, I would totally agree.
1: I've first of all, I've always thought this is a good idea for exactly the reasons that Homegirl listed that we spend they spend so much time doing ceremonial stuff. But now I think it's even a better idea because I don't want Barack and Michelle to go anywhere, and I think that they should be king and queen. They, and should, they should stick around, around and be king and, and queen, just, and just make us all happy and like. Play with their dogs and and just like <laughs> slow jam dress the news well and like just come and come out and like talk to us calmly and like you know what I mean like just hang around yeah. for a little bit.
0: I That's, would listen to either of them for like bedtime stories to calm me down, right? Really, and like ribbon yeah. cutting
1: ceremonies. Like, let's you, they can hang out with the national championships and like the Super Bowl winners because heaven knows that no more Super Bowl winners or. Whatever winners are going to go to the White House now. But anyway. I don't know. uh, I love that when Sally gets
0: political, the first thing she says is she wants a monarch. (laughs) (laughs) We're not talking butterflies, people. Bring it at me.
1: Controversial Uh, opinions. I'm ready. Come on, guys. Tweet at me. (laughs) Come on.
0: We got you. Give me your 140 characters. To be clear, I want
1: the monarch in addition to the government we already have. It's not a government thing. It's It's a ceremonial thing yeah specifically brock and michelle should start it the king and queen of my heart <laughs> so anyway i love it
0: um also we need to talk about greg brock and cj oh yeah because we get several is there a name for them brock and cj should we come up with like a combo name if greg they had been
1: shipped CJ. we CJ should ask greg the shipping and... room oh yeah, yeah yeah what okay they'll they'll know
0: Yeah, if you guys don't know if the podcast, the Shipping Room, we're gonna give them a shout out. We did a West Wing episode with them, and they talk about different relationships on TV shows.
1: What up, girls? We not shout out to them? Oh yeah, if we haven't shouted out to them before, I feel bad. But yes, they're (laughs) wonderful, wonderful, wonderful.
0: I don't think we ever talked about Greg Brock and CJ. On that, maybe we did. We did an episode. We can. We should probably go listen to it again. But yeah. <laughs> again, I think that they really. I wonder if they ever considered it because I really like them together, and I like their like. I 19, agree.
1: I think I like. I think they just their, have great chemistry.
0: <laughs> they do. They have the whole like nineteen thirties banter, you know, doing yeah. the carry. I Grant do wonder. Whatever.
1: I wonder if that was on purpose or if it's just it's just genuinely that they have great chemistry. You know what I mean. Yeah, because we've had plenty of reporters come in and out, but like they just something about them just clicks.
0: I'm just surprised so. they didn't actually turn it into something. You know, I like know. they had as much chemistry as, as I guess. Well, Danny we know the West Wing Close. is
1: all about slow burns, and they wanted to bring Danny back. So, like by the time they could have even gotten anything started with Greg Brock, it would have been time to like wrap up the Danny thing. You know,
0: I don't know. I just want to ask if, when, when we talk to Eli, I want to ask him if that was ever floated around. I would yeah. like to know.
1: Jeepers. Great. I
0: love yeah. that. I love pretty much any time somebody says Jeepers. I just think it's really nerdy and endearing.
1: Oh, and so. CJ would totally say Jeepers in like a sarcastic way.
0: 100%. Yeah,
1: Jeepers. Jeepers, In like guys. a joke, she would be like, Jeepers, Greg, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like she would totally do that. <laughs> oh, gosh. There really are. I
0: just I just wrote down a whole bunch of jokes, too. There's just so too- many.
1: I did too. Two more real non-joke shout outs. I loved having Abby back in this episode. I thought she did a great job of supporting mm-hmm. the president emotionally, but also being there to like call him out. when I mean, she says, she tells him like, you have to keep Leo out of that job. He's going to kill himself. thought mm-hmm. that was great. She's such a good like sounding board for him. And the whole Charlie storyline, I just. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie's dragging his
0: feet on graduating. Oh, I love it. I just
1: don't. I love it, but, like, I don't get the whole, like, the president made me promise to leave immediately. Like, he's almost done with his term. I just don't get, I don't know. Okay, that's fair. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah, that's the only thing I don't get. I get, let's say, if if Charlie had graduated after the first four years or whatever, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? If yeah. He like, well, he's like, we're literally about to start the election. Like, let's just let him finish out this year or whatever.
0: Yeah. Although, I so. guess I was just so uh, distracted by the sentiment of it that I didn't really think about the logistics. Like, yeah. I just. I agree with I that. Like I, it, ang- I totally like it on both sides. It's,
1: yeah. It's totally something Bartlett would have done, too. It's just the timing of it that doesn't work out for me. Um, But it does set up, obviously, some other storylines. So.
0: We forgot that they. Uh, that Josh accidentally sent the pizzas, didn't he? Accidentally send the pizzas to the president of Turkmenistan, the crazy guy.
1: I I don't know. I didn't really get what happened there, to be honest. Because I think he, was the president of Turkmenistan like visiting visiting the, no. the states. Like he didn't send pizzas to Turkmenistan. <laughs> you know, I don't.
0: I don't really know what happened with the pizzas. All, All right. I know is I really liked the the running joke of the crazy Turkmenistan. He's apparently the guy who created a holiday for a melon, which I thought was hilarious, and leads me to my next question. Sally, what holiday would you create, and what is your favorite melon?
1: What holiday would I create, and what is my favorite melon? Yeah, if you were the president
0: of Turkmenistan, and you created a holiday for a melon, I want to know what it would be. I
1: mean... My favorite melon is watermelon, but that's kind of boring, right? I don't know. <laughs> this is too much pressure. If I created a, a holiday, it would not be about melons.
0: Okay, what would it be about? Don't uh, say Charlie. Dogs,
1: probably. <laughs> it'd be my dog's birthday would be a national holiday. Or there would just be a day where we just all take off work and pet dogs.
0: What about like a food? I like the. I think it's funny creating a holiday after a food.
1: Um, oh, man. I don't know. Pizza rolls? I'd probably do like a meat and three G-G-D. kind of situation. You know, a meat and three?
0: Oh. Mmm. Yeah. So those I'm, of you who I are from the, the South.
1: South and don't know meat and three, it's exactly, it's meat and three vegetables. <laughs> They're just restaurants that just serve different meats and different vegetables and that's, that's yeah, some the and jam. That's some the, good home cooking right the, there.
0: Sometimes the three, sometimes one of the three vegetables, air quotes, is macaroni. Just saying.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, there's one restaurant that we used to go to in college all the time where... The dessert counted as a vegetable, too. Like, you could get cobbler as one of your three, as one of your meat and three.
0: Exactly. I feel so. like at this point, at the end of my tour that I'm on right now, I need to do one of those challenges that CJ and Josh did, where, like, if you see me eating a brownie, I get in trouble, because I definitely had brownies yesterday, <sighs> and I wish that I had somebody to call me out on it. Uh But you don't want me to make you dinner wearing a floppy hat or really much of anything because I can't make dinner. (laughs) Don't say.
1: So, MVP? Oh, man. I know. That's really a tough one. I hadn't thought about it. uh, Because, like, Toby and Josh kind of dropped the ball. Maybe CJ. Mm, I don't know. It's tough. That's tough. a A case could be made for CJ. It could be made for CJ.
0: I kinda wanna split it between Toby and Josh. Well trying to
1: hold things together.
0: Richard and and Bradley, honestly. Yes. I just felt like they the the comedy of it, they played well off of each other. Obviously we get the the scene with Toby and the president saying, like, hey, we really need to get things in order. So I I would kind of lean more towards Toby, which is sort of my natural inkling all the time. Yeah. But I'll, I would share it between the two of them.
1: I think that's fair. You share between the two of them, and I'll give mine to CJ. Team effort.
0: Oh, everybody not... wins. Free, yeah. free wrapping at the counter. <laughs> oh, I cool. love. I do. This is a rewatcher for me now yeah. that I've revisited it. So I'm glad. I'm glad that we rewatched it for season six. If you guys have things that we missed, and I know there's so many lines, you know. The, oh yeah,
1: there was just too much to name. The uh, White House was,
0: tan. It was a great even episode. Know. Very
1: underrated yeah. episode, I think. Go back so. and go
0: back and rewatch it for yourself. Next up is uh,
1: next up is yeah. liftoff, which is I
0: don't remember. I don't remember what. Ha- oh, well, obviously we know what happens. It's CJ's first day in her new job. It is, but we also don't, we meet we meet some new people. Oh, very nice! I can't wait we'll catch you we'll catch you up on it next week alright alright guys happy Thanksgiving
1: bye guys
0: I like this episode I feel like this is the best episode of season 3 so far oh my gosh season 6 so far
1: (laughs) maybe Um, season 3 and your name is Andrea and my name is oh my gosh
0: (laughs) this is horrible (laughs) Take two. Yes. Let's start that over. Okay. Lord help me.